Lund, coast to coast, peanut butter and toast. Probing in the lane, fading away, whoopsie doo, don't mind if I do. In transition, denied by Hoy Ling. DeCam says, give me that, a pick two for Northwestern. Spot of three on the way, bang, for Noah and the Erickson center erupts. Spread the love around, corner, pocket, cash for Lund. Guess who's back, back again. Why Morell, Ryan Mitchell, unlike any other, the UMAC podcast, one of our favorite times of the year, Ryan. Obviously, the start of the season is great. I'm not saying non-conference isn't important, but when we get to conference play, which is coming up this weekend, we get to predict our standings, our player coach of the year, first matchups, which we're going to eventually get to as well at some point here. We get an opportunity to talk UMAC basketball to its fullest extent. This is the most wonderful time of the year, as many say. Mm. Wouldn't you agree? Really? You're going to throw that in right now at this time of the it year felt that right. we're in, in December? It's, it felt it's, right. I, it's I what you're doing. It's, yeah, I, I, you got to factor in Christmas. Together. Yes, yeah. you got to factor in Christmas. We both, I mean, you had me list my months, 1 through 12, so obviously this isn't my favorite I for, month. I forgot about that for a second. So the, this isn't my favorite month of the year, but it is the most wonderful time of the year. We've got a lot to get to here on this episode of Unlike Any Other. Prediction time, Ryan. We've had our opportunity to watch these teams play we box score hunted we know the players a little bit better now no excuses you know in years past we've just done it right from the get-go we've been able to say well we didn't know this about this team we didn't know these freshmen that were coming in well we don't really have that excuse anymore there's a good we sample still don't know size. everything we don't and but there's injury questions yeah. and there's there's obviously caveats if you will but for the most part we have a pretty good idea of what to expect with our squads this year so with that being said, we're going to predict them one through eight, both on the women and men's side here tonight, and then we're going to get into our fantasy picks as well, which is always fun. I always forget, did I win the women's one last year and you won the men? I think we split, correct? Stand by. Stand by on that. And then I won the men 25-71, which you sounds had 22-28. Right. And so you won the close. woman by a large margin of 1954 to 1419 because I had players who – <laughs> left the team only recorded yeah, was, two games worth was, of stats it wasn't was tough yeah. we should have let you pick somebody else which if that happens we'll, this we'll year, determine those rules we'll, we'll need to year. determine yeah. that but let's start with the standing predictions so we obviously have the preseason polls we can reference we have a decent amount of non-conference games like i said that we can look at but as always let's start on the women's side and in past the tradition has been to go from least to first we're going eight to one do you mm-hmm. want to continue that tradition here tonight I mean, you're driving the car tonight. Well, I, or, I, what are we doing? Just because I introed us doesn't mean I'm the one that's in charge. We both can take part in that. I'm good going 8-1. to one. I kind of like, like going it. Eight to one. You build the suspense up yeah. a little bit. We're all about that. We are all about that. So we'll start on the women's side. Do you want to just say your number 8, and then I can say my number 8, and we'll sure. just continue to go back and forth? I won't beat around the bush go as ahead. much as I normally do. Well, Lumber, that's hey, I, Lumberjills in Northland College. They're number 8. Look at that. I have them at number eight wow. as well. What a shocker. You well, know, and we've we, talked we about followed this. the preseason poll. We've talked about this. There's a new regime over there again. There's just 
Miranda yeah, Wagner's I, gone. Where's the scoring all going to come from? Yeah, a lot of questions. Yeah. A lot of questions with the Lumberjills. And yep. in a conference that continues to get better, yep. and more and more teams continue to kind of rise and elevate their game, haven't really seen it with Northland. So prove yep. us wrong. Bulletin board material. I mean, we always say that, Ryan. We Amen. don't mean any harm or anything like that, but somebody's got to be number eight. Rarely do you have a third coach in the last three years and things are going really well. I mean, that that's just the fact of the matter. And I know there's a zillion factors that determine coaches leaving and new ones stepping in, but that's tough for any program to have your third coach in the last three years. It could happen. Like you said, I mean, if you're moving on to bigger and better things, that has not been the case at Northland. No. But no. Uh, we'll, we'll see if they, they can maybe get something moving in the right direction this year and uh conference play like we said starting this weekend they'll they'll get the first opportunities for that but yeah we both have northland at eight i can say number seven first martin luther oh martin luther what do you got for number i seven? didn't see that coming you're you're on the nights why you're on the nights well again somebody's got to be number seven and i'll say who number six is once we get there and that'll kind of feed into why i picked the knights number seven so i don't want to spoil or give too much away necessarily but i I, we've been high on the nights, whether it's the women's program or the men's program in recent years, Ryan. And until we actually see more wins coming through New Ulm, yeah, I just I got to put them number seven. Who do you think I have number seven? I'm going to beat around the bush a little bit for this one. Well, I would say either Crown or Bethany. Really, you don't think I have Martin Luther? Or you, well, I assume no, based on your reaction when I said they were seven. I guess you could. I got the Crown College Pollers at okay. number seven. See, you're, you're disrespecting my guy, Bridgeport Tussler, Coach Tussler. I'm not trying to disrespect you. You kind of are. I think, I think five, six, and seven could be pretty interchangeable. They could be. It, Crown was what? They went into the last weekend of the season a year ago with a chance to make the UMAC tournament, though. And now you're Correct. saying, assuming that at number seven, I understand five, six, and seven are interchangeable, but you're kind of saying they're not going to be in the mix. One and six start. They do have Latsky back. Yeah. They don't have he That Cox goes a back. long ways. She was huge in that two-guard tandem. And they have other players back. And, you know, Coach Tussler, his second year at a program, You'd expect it to maybe be better, take that next step. I mean, Wyatt, we can look at Coach Carpenter, too, whenever we talk about Superior, her stepping into her second season. There's a lot of new blood in this conference. I really like him as a coach, but I just look at the talent and especially experienced production that returns. I like potentially what we'll get for some other teams more than Crown. But again, as you said a moment ago with Northland, prove us wrong, Coach Tussler. Yeah. Prove me wrong, and you got a real good one in Latsky to lead the team, but some question marks after that. Well, and Urbina is 17th right now in the conference in scoring, and yeah. so if they could get some more production from her or wherever it might come from, they are going to need more than Latsky, that's for sure. So, yeah, like you said, five, six, seven, all interchangeable. So, who do you have at number six? You're going to make me go first. I'm going to say you got Bethany or the Knights because I'm assuming the top four have kind of, you know, separated themselves a little bit, if you will. I got Martin Luther. Okay. Martin Luther College at number six. And you were like, what? You have him at seven? Why? You I know, mean, you I just got to get a rise you out of you. You have him one spot ahead of me only. Why six, I guess? Why in front of Crown? Uh, like I said, I'll use the same phrase I just used, experience production that's returning. Jordan Heckendorf? 
Eminem. Assuming is the. I mean, you you got more than just Heckendorf, but yeah, I mean she. Well, and Nelson missed some time. Remember, at least the one game. I guess I I don't know if she's missed more time since then. But good point. That'd be one of those things we just said. One of the caveats at the start where we don't know necessarily with injuries if anything serious or not. And again, if you have any tidbits for us, we're always open to that. UAO. The umac at gmail.com. <laughs> yep. I said that right, correct? I was second guessing. Say myself. it with confidence. UAO, the umac at gmail.com. Or on Twitter. Let us up. know. Yeah, we're on Twitter or as X, well. Or whatever you call it. It is X now. I, I'm never going to get used to that. I call it Twitter. Yep. I'm never going to get used to that. Um, are you a big X guy still, or is it My just more so? Is it more so just for the pod that you'll. You'll hop You're on saying Twitter. as a whole, Do am I on Twitter? Your own personal account that you like to go. Well, on? with the college football banter that took place this past weekend, Wyatt, let's you just say I was on Twitter and I was reading opinions. You're not a tweeter, though. You're you're, no, you're just I on don't, there. I don't too. engage. I don't engage personally too much. No, I, but that's would, a whole other story. I would say I'm similar. I don't really tweet anything. Really, myself. You? I used to. You like everyone to know your opinion. I, I used to. I do, but I'm not going to be out there <laughs> spreading it. They don't need to hear it. They don't want to hear it, I guess. Um, okay, so there's a little bit of a difference for us because you have Martin Luther at six. I had him at seven. I got Bethany at six. Mm. They're winless as of the recording of this podcast. Tough schedule and non-con, as they always have. Really tough schedule. And I just think there's enough there for Bethany, though. They're going to be able to get a couple of wins. I look at their opportunities when they take on Northland and Martin Luther, and those are the games you got to have. When those teams compete against each other, that's really what's going to determine this order of finish. And I just look at Bethany, and I think right now, with that tough schedule, that's going to serve them well, get into conference play. It never hurts to yeah. have a tough and non-conference schedule. They've had some close calls. It's mm-hmm. not like they've gotten blown out six times up to this recording with what they've done so far and. As we're recording tonight, right now they're playing another good non-conference opponent in Warburg, but they could easily have a few wins. They just don't. But yeah. they understand why you non-conference for show because you conference for dope. And because again, UMAC plays where you make your hay, so they, they understand. They got a lot of balance, which I think will help them when they play those kind of teams as well. Four of the top 18 scorers as it stands right now in the conference. So, I mean, the Look potential. Look at you. The, Look at you. Yeah, I told you I did my research coming into this. <laughs> the potential is there to get enough production offensively. And when they play, whether it's Crown, whether it's Martin Luther, Northland, you know, the teams that we kind of have at the bottom here, I think that's going to be the difference that separates them. They're going to be able to score more, whereas I don't see that with these other teams. So that's why I got Bethany at six. Fair. All right, number five for me. Yeah, you got to go Who haven't I said yet? Well, multiple teams. Well, I know, but I, again, I think we think the top four is probably going to be somewhat similar. Crown. Crown. And, and again, I think a lot of it has to do with coaching. I, I love my guy, Bridgeport Tussler. Had him on this pod. I think he's going to do a great job there. Had a really good first year. Latsky's back. 231 minutes in seven games. She's going to be on the court a lot, Ryan. Yeah. Can that... Be why why that's should sustained. he hardly take her off other than to I, get a little breather? You you do need, I'm just saying, over the course of a season, that's going to wear on you. It so will. That's something yeah. to keep an eye on. Yep. Because, um, I mean, I look at Northwestern, for instance, and Lexi Hagen, who was conference player of the year and has a really good chance to repeat. By the way, we're going to give our conference player and coach of the year predictions once we get to the end here. Stay tuned. But I look at her. She's played seven games as well, and she's got like 50 or 60 less minutes. Yeah. One, Northwestern has the depth where they can afford to do that. But two, it, it's going to make a big difference at the end of the year, I think. So that's one concern I maybe have for Crown. But again, play into your identity, shoot the three ball, try and, you know, 
pressure and just cause chaos and mayhem. I think they'll do that. And again, five, six, seven, all interchangeable. I think Crown will be the team that comes out on top, though, out of that tier. And I have them at number five. I got trust in my pollers. If they finish at five, can Coach Tussler and Polar Nation really be too upset? I mean, when you compare to the rest of the league and what they have right now, I, I, yeah, if you're that I, close again, if you're knocking on the door like they were last year going into the last weekend, like you mentioned, you want to get in. That's just but all it. things considered. That's just it, is that they were so close a year ago. If they finish fifth again this year and are just on the outside looking in, I would assume things are still trending in the right direction at that point. Again, that might not be the case when we revisit this in a couple of months. They could finish fifth and you could say, now, they maybe there was more to be desired, but at the same time, more than likely, if that happens, they're going to be trending in the right direction. So I think you take it as a successful season at that point. The top four right now just have a lot more pieces in place. There's a separation. I think so. Yeah, I'll agree by my number five, Bethany Lutheran. Why them at five? Because like you said, they haven't won a game yet, and we know what's happened the last couple of years. It really hasn't been a good state after the dominance that they had had. Well, I mentioned it earlier. I mean, I look no further than Haley Meyer last season, who on my fantasy team, I picked number one overall, and she recorded 23 points all season. It was tough. She played early, then she had some injuries, and I don't know what happened to cause her to leave the team. But they had multiple things last year where it felt like they maybe lost their identity a little bit in the post-Hannah Geisfeld era. And, you know, first-year head coach, Wyatt, that's a question mark. But I think she's done a good job so far, and – we looked this up before, and now now I'm uh, second-guessing myself, but I'm just going to say it with it confidence. You look it up? Emma Perfirst, I think. I got I to gotta confirm I'm not this, good with names. <laughs> if I can say it wrong, I'll say it wrong. Like, that's just the way it works. Anyway, I, I look at what they have coming back, Wyatt, and I think they got some talented players. And then, I mean, you just mentioned, what did you say? Four, Four of the, the top, top 20? 18. Top 18. So yeah. I think they definitely have the talent to be, you know, when you said five, six, seven is so interchangeable. I think they have a bit of a rebound this year, maybe, I guess, if you want to call it that, even if it doesn't result in a playoff berth. I think they could be definitely knocking on the door to that number four spot. Speaking of the top four, you're up first. Speaking of, we're I got to go, like, I gotta is, go first this just time. Just like our fantasy that we're going to get to, our fantasy draft, this is a snake draft right now. You go four, then I'll go four and three, then you go three and two. You know what I mean? It's Emma Perfest, so my apologies. I said Perfest. that incorrectly. Perfest. Okay. I don't know why I stumbled on that, but anyway, like perfect, I just except perfect. Yes, there you go. Well done. Well done, Mr. Rowe. All right, who's so, your number four? So we, at this point, Wyatt, we have the f- same four teams remaining, okay? I don't think we're going to have them in the same order. Actually, no. I Actually, I don't know. I, I guess we could. You we'll learn a you, lot. You, yeah, you, you got to <laughs> go first here. Number we'll learn a lot, I guess, after this one. North Central, number four. Okay, we don't have them in the same order. Yep, I'm not surprised either. And we've we've talked wow. about this in the they past where where you have yep. in the preseason poll from second the coaches. last second last season too, and they were in the championship. I know they were. So what's the concern? Well, it's it's more about the other teams. So if you want me to I wait like till that. we look at the other teams, no, I like it's that. Mu- See, it's much less about them. I mean, there still are question marks that I have, but look at last year. What they played in the championship against Northwestern. They literally won in the closing seconds against Superior. They don't have to apologize for that. Yeah. Coach Zabli knows what she's doing. She's been around this league for multiple years, even though she's still young in her career at North Central after making the switch. She's another second-year head people... coach. I mean, you look at Bridgeport, second year at Crown. Mm-hmm. Zabla, second year at North Central. Carpenter, second year at Superior. They're all in the same boat. 
people forget that Zabla was at Crone. Some pe- so it feels so long ago. I do anyway. It's only two that's years what, ago. Why? That's why. That's why Tussler is at Crown now. Yeah, he's in that position because of that. So it's yeah. funny how that works. I get what you're saying there. I have them a little bit higher because I have Superior at four. Here's the deal, though. They are a very, very good basketball team, and they're in good hands, like you said, with Coach Carpenter in her second season. We just interviewed her, by the way. If you if haven't you listened, that, good conversation. Go back and, yeah, listen to that one. Another quality interview. A lot of good things and insights into that program right now. Again, I'm going to say the same concern, though, that I had listed with Crown and Latsky is their best player right now over there by far has been Elise Besson, and she's been player of the year, or not player of the year, player of the <laughs> Whoa, week. Whoa, you're hey, calling her player honest, of the year? She We're going to do that later. She has that ceiling. Ooh, I'm not saying that's revealing? my pick. Oh. She does have a ceiling to be player of the year. She's played 251 minutes in seven games, Ryan. Do the math on that. There's 40 minutes a game. And if people want to hear what Coach Carpenter had to say about Bessonen, it's in the pod. There she talked is. about her. She did. Let's put it this way. She could have played all 40 minutes in six of their games, and then in the seventh one played 11 out of the 40. So there's only been 29 minutes yeah. all year that she hasn't been on the court. Is that sustainable? Because it definitely looks like right now she's got to be the leader of that team. They lost a couple of key pieces, I know, which we mentioned before. Yeah. I have them at number four because of that. We'll see if they can prove me wrong. I think they are the type of team, though, that you never really want to face. They're a tough matchup to scheme against. They are the only team that beat Northwestern last year who yep. was a wagon, very yep. much looking like they could be a wagon again this year. So Superior has the potential for really high ceiling, but I am going to put them in number four. I really appreciate how many times tonight you have already used the word sustainable. One of my favorite games to play when I was in college, we played this game as a segment that we did on a sports show. Is this sustainable or debatable? I think Uh, that you are posing that time and time again. Well, I got to come up with something. No, I I like it. I'm I'm encouraging you. Use the same word so many times in one podcast. Number three for me, North Central. I have them in number three. I don't know. I I think they have a little bit more of the edge over Superior because they've got a lot of players who just went to the championship a year ago, Ryan. They have the experience. Zabla's been around, like you said, even though this is just her second year at North Central. She's been in the conference longer. And I just feel like they have the it factor where they get in a tight game. They're going to find a way to get it done. So those head-to-head matchups with Superior and even with, I guess, Morrison Northwestern or Bethany or... All of those, I trust them to get it done. So I got them at number three. I don't know. I, I understand why you have Stop them Stop saying four. I don't know. You know. I, Be confident. I don't because <laughs> these teams are so interchangeable, Ryan. Yeah. I'm going to assume you That's have the superior at three. Really? That's what you think? I think you do. You're wrong. Morris. You're wrong. I got Minnesota Morris at number three. So you got to uh, – can we just reveal one and two at this point? Because I think we both know who we have at number one, which means. Yeah. So number two, you would have Morris. I would have Superior because yeah. both so of we us have, have, we have them Northwestern and, going back and to Northwestern's back. Northwestern's number one. We have them going back to back and hosting the conference tournament. I'm not saying I have them winning the conference tournament. This is just regular season. This is the regular yeah. season. But I do think they're the team to beat. Getting back to the two and three argument. So you've got Morris at three. Mm-hmm. You're just giving our guy, Coach Grove, some bulletin board material. Is that why you're doing it? Coach, if you want to look at it that way, you can. I'm, I'm fine. That's okay. He, he absolutely Guess what, will. Wyatt? All they do in his tenure, all they do is get in. Yeah. They, don't, they don't even care. 
Just just well, make them one one through four, and as, they'll, they'll play. As my guy Kirby Smart said, and unfortunately it didn't work out well, because they didn't make the cry, top four. Crimea River White, you won the last two. I'm He's sorry. always said we don't care where we're at; we just care if we're in the top four. That's the goal. This is just be in the top four. So and the CFP, right. they're neutral sites, though. If you're top two in the UMAC, well, you get that home court advantage. But well, yeah, I get the point. Point taken. Yes. Yeah, it's the same mindset of if you get in, you can win it, though. Yeah. And you're saying that that's the goal again for Morris this year. Find a way in. Yep. Rely on that defense that they have. Yep. They got a really good freshman, by the way. Rumor has it they have a freshman who's doing a few things. Undersold, which I don't blame him for underselling (laughs) her to us. I mean, that's... He, he did the right he thing. He didn't know. He would just say, guys, when I talked to you in October, I didn't know. What she has done this year, Maddie Grove, if she plays like that, you could even make a case that she could be conference player of the year. I oh, think. I thought you were going to say something even more than that. I thought you were going to say something like the greatest freshman that UMAC women's basketball has seen in I the mean, history of the conference. I'd have to look up the other <laughs> freshman performances. She is a shoe-in right now with the way she's been playing to win newcomer of the year. I don't think, you know, you that's, that's yeah, too far maybe. of a stretch. But I would say her ceiling is around that conference player of the year argument as well. They've got the defending defensive player of the year yep. back two times, actually. Yep. So, I mean, there's a lot of pieces with Morris. That's why I have him at two and not three. But you are giving the edge to Superior. Why is that? It's a different looking roster. And, I mean, you got to you know, replace Kaylin Christian, Maddie Sanders, but I do like what they have returning. I mean, I've been super impressed by what Bessonin's had started the year, and I feel like against them, especially end of the year, we saw their defense round into form. I mean, we talk about it all the time with Morris. It's no different than Superior. I mean, I don't feel like they're a team where they say you got to be first to 75. I don't I just, I don't think they're winning those games. Mm-hmm. But last year, especially down the stretch, like they, they don't play those games. And Maybe it's just because it's seared into my brain, Wyatt, but that matchup against Northwestern second weekend of February in the Erickson Center, seeing that thing where they were playing their best basketball, I'm not saying it's going to translate into this year where they're going to beat Northwestern again at the Erickson Center. Who knows what's going to happen when those two see each other again. But I really like the way they ended last year, and I feel like they have enough pieces coming back, even though they lost to Christian, they lost to Sanders. I mean, you talked about the end of the year last year, Wyatt. She, I don't want to say she wasn't a factor down the stretch, but the team became so much more than their seniors. And that was actually yeah. a good thing. And I think their young players really grew up end of the year last year. And now they actually have a five. And we'll talk about that more later. Maybe, 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 I don't know. maybe, maybe it is possible. Maybe when we get to fantasy, but uh, they got a freshman who's been pretty good too to pair with Bessonen. Yeah, so you're saying you like the way the year ended even though they had that heartbreaking loss. Yeah, but I, I think sometimes we read too much into that as sports fans. Oh, they didn't even get to the championship. I mean, Wyatt, I was calling the other UMAC semifinal at that time, but you told me, I mean, we've talked about it with Coach Zabla, with Coach Carpenter so far this fall. Like, that game could have gone either way. Yeah. Like, you can't you can't get hung up on that result just because you didn't find yourself with a chance to scoop up all the marbles on the final day of the season. They didn't get to see the marbles, but at the same time, they weren't far away from all the marbles. So, Superior, going to be right there again end of the year this year, I think. So, you think they've corrected the necessary things, have done the little things well enough in the offseason, or will do the little things well enough this year to take that next step? Yes, I do believe in it, and even though they got a second-year coach who's super, super young, I don't think there's anything we saw last year to help us see what's going to take place potentially this year and what we've seen in the non-con as well to add to that to say they don't have enough to get to that spot. I don't have any doubts. Is it going to transpire? Maybe not, because like you said, two, three, four are all oh so tight. 
Well, like I said, I got them at number four, and then I have North Central at three, and then I got Morris at two, and I've kind of listed the reasons why. And then it's safe to say why we have Northwestern at number one with the returning production conference player they're of the good. year. They're good. They're well coached. Yeah, I, I mean, they're going to be tough to beat, and they've looked really good in the non-conference slate so far this season. So there's a lot of different ways they can beat you, and, I mean, you have said before that sometimes when you have a team this good – they almost have to beat themselves or they have to play at a certain level for a team to even, you know what I mean? Like compete. Yeah. Do they meet? I've, I've said it today. You have said it many of times before. You know what I've said? I I think they got to drop down multiple levels from their best basketball for someone else to beat them. And I stand by that, which can happen. You're not, they're not going to play their a game every night. That's, that's not going to happen. To me, they are the clear favorite on the women's side. On the men's side, I don't necessarily think there's a clear favorite. So I think that's kind of where we're at, yeah. is, is Northwestern's got a really good chance to go back-to-back, and they are the team to beat. Doesn't mean they can't be beat, but it's going to take a lot, and it's going to take your best shot, which Northwestern will see a lot during the regular season and, of course, the conference tournament. They're going to get everybody's best because everybody wants to knock them off. That's just the way it works. See how they handle that. You're a big video game guy, so I'm going to ask Not you this. at all, actually. If you simmed the season, like you just go ahead and you see, you know, how many times it pans yeah. out. Let's say you simmed the season 10 times. How many times does Northwestern win the conference this year? You just did it like 10 Above different half. times. half. Okay, six, seven. Seven, seven out of 10 times. Seven or win. eight, maybe. Okay, so people listening, don't hear him wrong. Especially if you're a jacket, cougar, ram fan. There's two of those 10 times they're not winning. So you're saying we're going to be the 20% this year. Problem time. is it's not a simulated season, though, right? No, it's, no, that's the beauty of it. you got to go out there and Your earn Your favorite guy, Mike Tice, what does he say? Enjoy this season. Yeah, I'm not going to get into the deep boys. That, yeah, yeah, there you go. But that's what he says. It is what he says. Enjoy it, but go out there. It's not played on paper. I don't have a paper to make a paper pop right now. But go out there. <laughs> that's, that's not bad. And... uh yeah, I, I mean, see what happens. I mean, don't just assume that Northwestern's going to run away with this thing. As we've seen in years past, Ryan, that's not always how it works out. Your logic, you should have been in that room in Texas when they uh, released one through four on Sunday morning. You're, you're saying games aren't don't played on get paper. Me started. I like that. Don't get me started <laughs> with the college football playoff committee. Uh, it, here's the beauty of it, Wyatt. We don't have any of those shenanigans in the UMAC because it's a league that is truly unlike any other and unlike how the CFP is determined. There yeah. we go. Now we're back. We're back. Okay, that's one through eight. That's what we got. Bookmark it. Use it as bulletin board material. And for the coaches that uh, are up there at the top hearing this, if they listen to us or if their players are listening to us, it's rat poison. Don't <laughs> fall for it. Don't get a big ego or a big head. You Set still your got sources. It. Who said that? You still got to play it. Well, I think Kirby. Multiple people came up it, with but it, yeah. but maybe it was Saban and then Kirby used it. I don't know because they both have said it before. Um. Let's do the conference player of the year and the coach of the year now, and then we'll switch over to the men's side. Drum roll. Is it boring if I say Lexi Hagen? Wow. Is that boring? You're shocked. Do I need to say I, somebody shocked. else? You're shocking me. <laughs> it's like this year when Zach Eady came back to Purdue and everybody's picking their preseason player of the year. And you, all, you didn't pick him, though. You're a big I, D1 college guy. You didn't pick him. If you're 7'4 and you're 50% on layups, then yes, I don't think you should be player of the <laughs> wow. year. Wow. Shots fired. You're more of a... Zach Eady has lost to a double-digit seed every single year in March Madness. Umar Ballo? 
No. Another big Ballo. man. I liked him when Zag he was at Gonzaga, but he's he's got some work he needs to do. Give me a name. Getting back to the UMAC, no, okay. Ryan, because right, right. that's what we're talking about here. I think Lexi Hagan's the favorite. I think she'll go back to back. I just she does so much for the Eagles. She's not only second in scoring, she leads the league right now in rebounding. Double She's double, a double, double machine, machine right non-con, now. Yep. And if you continue that production, I just I don't know how anybody can compete with her. I guess I think Besson and Grove are both up there. Maybe a dark horse sneaks up that we're not really talking about or thinking about, Ryan. But to me, as boring as it is, she's the clear option here. Yeah, we've already seen her do it, and that doesn't mean the same thing's going to happen this year. But you were kind of talking about it earlier, Wyatt. I mean, Grove and Bestinen are playing pretty big minutes. You mentioned Latsky as well. And they're players that are also super talented. Here's the scary thing. In non-con play, Wyatt, where we're sitting right now, and Northwestern's non-con play is done. They won't play again until later this week, opening up UMAC play at MLC. She's averaging 15 points and just under 11 boards. She's only playing 26 minutes a game. I mean, she's doing it while still sitting on the bench for 14 minutes a game. Yeah. But, again, it's nice to have that depth if yes. your coach calls. Well, yeah, I mean, and why would you play her for 35 some, minutes? There's some no of these other to. schools don't yeah. have that option yeah. necessarily. So that's what separates Northwestern from the rest of them, not only for why we picked them number one, but she's going to be fresh all year. She has yeah. the opportunity to do this all year without really you know, worrying about getting worn down. So I got to like her chances to go back-to-back. Ditto, and I, I won't add too much, and I think she could potentially only get better, as scary as that sounds. She's a 27% three-point shooter so far this year. She's better than that. I mean, she's she's easily at least low 30s, you know, when she she starts to get her shot going a little bit. And is she necessarily going to take that next step just because she's a junior, just because she has more experience under her belt? No. It's not I, always how it works. Yeah, I say that too much in sports where it's like, oh, you're a year older, you're just going to get better. Well, guess what, White? Also, the rest of the conference knows she's the defending conference player of the year, and they're going to try to shut her down. It so. almost gets tougher in a way Yeah, as you go year in and year out. Yep. So I will agree. As boring as that is, we both have her. We're as- in it to win it. I mean, people don't understand well, the stakes we have for this behind be the scenes. let's very clear. I don't think we have ever – done a prediction whether it's a prediction show a preseason poll release a you know player of the year nomination i don't think we've ever been right have we we've had to get one right we probably have once but my point is every squirrel finds an acorn at some point just because we're saying it ryan does not mean it's going to happen there's going to be a surprise twist and turns throughout this wonderful journey we're about to embark on yeah, you're getting me emotional. That's what's exciting. Don't be emotional. <laughs> we're excited, though. It's a happy emotional, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, you got to enjoy it. It's not like we're at the end, Ryan. We're at the beginning. I know, but so it'll be March be before we know it. So you are kind of sad. I don't like that. <laughs> I'm not sad. Happy. I did say that. It I'm just saying like it. Embrace it. Embrace it. Folks. I'm embracing just embrace it. it. Yeah, I'm embracing it. Okay, Coach of the Year. If the season plays out the way I think it will, I got oh. Coach Aaron Call. So oh. I got the Eagles sweeping, not just winning the conference, but winning Player of the Year, Coach of the Year. If one of the four teams at the bottom, like Crown, Bethany, Northland, Martin Luther, if they were to make the conference tournament, I think you could easily make an argument for one of them. If Northland gets the four seed. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, Ryan. Yeah. So there's other factors. As you know, we both agree, it doesn't have to just be the coach of the team that won the regular season title. Now, that's, that's what it's often been in the UMAC. And that's usually the way it works. It doesn't have to be. There's no, other factors that should that. be considered. Yeah. For this award, there's other criteria that should go into it. If the season plays out the way I think it will, I think he's going to win it. And I would think it's going to be really tough for the other three teams, so not the bottom four, but like Morris, Superior, North Central. It's going to be tough for one of them to win it unless they win the conference. You know what I mean? 
Yep. So I'll take Coach Call. I like the chances that he wins it. Well, I mean, you look at last season, Wyatt, Eagles 15-1 and one in UMAC play. The next closest was North Central at 9-5. and five. So it's like it's not even that they won the regular season, they won the postseason title. It wasn't even close. So it's like it writes itself yep. that they're going to get the player of the year almost assuredly, and then they're going to get the coach of the year, and especially with – what precedent has been set in the UMAC in the last chunk of years. I'm not saying Northwestern's going to win the conference again by that many games. We'll wait and see what happens. Yeah, I agree with you. I think they are going to win it by multiple games. Maybe that's too much. Should I, should I have not have said that? We didn't, we didn't have to add that as part of our predictions tonight, but I somehow let that out of the bag. (laughs) That's fine. It's just the way you, they will win by multiple games. I'm not willing to say that. Okay. Not yet. Multiple could be two games. Now they have a good opportunity, (laughs) I think to do so, but I'm not willing to go there yet. Okay. So that's fair. You heard it here, folks. Mr. Morell says the UMAC crown will go down to the final day of the regular season. Wow. That's going to be something else. That would be some drama we desperately want. Do you know who Northwestern hosts on the final day of the season? I don't. I haven't looked that far in advance. I'm sure you're college bowlers. So, hey, that could be, that could be the the coach of the year game right there. If crown wins, they get in. Does coach Tussler Tussler win it? Or does coach call beat him, keep him out of the playoffs? And wow. Sign me up. I don't know. February the 17th. Let's enjoy the weekend that we have coming up first. (laughs) All right. On to the men's side. Eight to one. Let's run it back. Again, we have the preseason polar reference. We have non-conference games to look at. A good sample size. We know more about the players, the teams. I have a better sense of what direction I wanted to head on the men's side. I don't know if you felt that way as well. But to me, it's pretty clear cut at the bottom as we work our way towards the top. So, for instance, at number eight, I got Say it. the Martin Luther Knights. Oh. Sorry, Knights fans. You know I love you out there and the people that have interacted with us, but could be a tough year. Again, could be a long winter for the Knights, <laughs> and I'll just leave it at that. New Alm, though, nice place to experience the winter, I hear. I'm glad you heard that. I, I have not heard any of this, but... Yeah? Okay. Well... You know what I've said about the Knights, especially two years ago, and it, it didn't work out so well. And then last, Knights. last last year, a tough season for uh, MLC, and I got them in the, the number eight spot as well. And I'm just going to leave it there. If you will, want me to say more, I can. But Will I'd, Seth Beers be getting a fantasy selection tonight? We'll find out. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. I'm not the goal this year, at least, picture. is to get one UMAC win. Remember last year, why yeah. they're close well, we a few times. We that. talked about it down the stretch, and it's, they couldn't get one. It's kind of like Northland on the women's side. Yeah, this year, can you get a win? Where your opportunity is going to be? Same thing for Martin Luther. That's an interesting conversation. Who Which wins more, more UMAC games, Northland women or Martin Luther men? That's an interesting conversation. Yeah, we'll we, table that for another time. How about that? Let, let's the, <laughs> let's let the fan vote on that one. We should we should do a Twitter. Send us that. send us a DM. Send us an email. UAOTheUMAC@gmail.com or search unlike any other the UMAC on Twitter. Okay, number seven. Am I supposed to go first? Go ahead. Yeah, I have to. Really? Okay. No, you don't. You're, you're I'll put you're putting you it on me. Okay, go ahead if you want to. I just was saying you didn't have to. I got Northland. Is there going to be okay. enough consistency? First year head coach Langston Flowers, Jordan Brennan, those guys when they're on. Dangerous. Some of the best shooters Dangerous. in the conference rhyme. But are they going to be on for an entire season? I don't know if I can trust them and their consistency. So with that being said, and with how tough it is at the top of this conference, can they steal a game here or there and maybe propel themselves up a little bit more? I don't think so. I think they're in a different tier than the rest of the teams in this league. And I got them at number seven. Just like their women's club, Cole Schreiner. 
first year head coach. Hasn't been a great start. They are 0 and 7 so far. Culture. Got to change the culture. So you're saying it takes some time. Is that what you're saying? It might take a little bit of time. Brick by brick. You got to lay the foundation. Straw, brick. You got to have all the materials there, Ryan. Okay. That's fair. I'm going Northland as well. I won't belabor the point. I um, will agree with you there. And we'll see once this begins to change up. And again, prove us wrong. You mentioned the two names that I would echo. They got talent. See how their first year head coach, Cole Schreiner, can try to put it together. This is where it got really tough for me from number six all the way down to one because I think there's a lot of Did you of lose good some sleep teams. last night? I mean, I hope you weren't too. I potentially did lose some sleep last night. It wasn't because of this necessarily. <laughs> okay. um, I'm doing fine. I got plenty of energy. I'm, uh, I'm good. But good. Glad to hear. Number six for me, and again, I went back and forth on this, and it's tough because I think this is a really good number six. Like, if they finish number six, it's not because they're not a good team. It's just how good the conference is. I got North Central in number six. Oh. Where's the scoring going to come from? And what is their identity going to be? Years past. Defense, I think. Years past, Ryan. It's going to have to be the defense. Years past. We've talked about, you know, a guy who's arguably one of the best scorers in the last decade. Yeah. That has been their leader. He's not there anymore. Michael Seth, Filer. Michael Filer. Seth Fouquet transferred to Northwestern. A few years right? ago, yep. So they lost him. He was another big piece when he was there. A lot of guys have moved on from North Central now. Coach Becker in his second year, I think he's going to do a really good job there. I think it's a great hire. I think it's going to be fantastic. But with the competition that he's up against this year and with the few question marks that I have and the uncertainty, I just don't know if they're going to be able to score enough. I I have a tough time seeing them. So that's why I put them at six. But again, they'd be a really, really good number six. Like, it's not that they're not a good team. It's just how good the conference is. On any given night, they could test the top tier. I agree. I, I guess I don't know if you were saying that. Was that a question? No. Or no. were you saying that like that's your... I was posing it to you, yeah. Yeah, I, I think they could. I, I'm not saying they could necessarily beat any team in this conference on any given night, but if they play at their best, they're right up there with the other teams. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I got North Central at number six. We're a lot I told, of fun. We're just I, I told eight, you, seven, six. I told you before we started, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to go as long rambling as I have in the past. I'm going to assume we have number five the same then too, Morris. Really? You assume that? Yeah. You don't think it's a debate between them and Crown? I think that's the debate that both of us have going on. I got Morris at five. Who do you have? Paul Dack hasn't impressed you enough? Who do you have at five? Kenny Placide? You have Morris at five. Blake Munson? All right. So since we both picked do Morris, I have at, Morris five, at five, I'm going to say you did. I did, yes. Why? Now, I gave my explanation. I get to be short-winded on this one. You explain why they're number five. And based on what you said, you kind of revealed that you have Crown at number four as well. So, I mean, talk talk to that a little bit. You let the cat out of the bag there on that one. Well, okay, when I look at Morris White, I mean, I mentioned a few guys that I really do like at this point. It's also looking at the other teams, as I said, on the women's side. Right now, Crown is healthy. Yeah. We don't know if that's going to stay true moving forward. but I Which think is the case for any team, but especially, especially them last what year. Happened last year. I mean, Big time. It was a tough year for Crown last year with yes. So if they, you know, and we're playing this on – Obviously, and we hope every single player in the conference, no matter what program, to be abundantly clear. They play it's better for everybody. All the games we want the best everybody. players to play, all the players to play that are supposed to play. Um, so putting that aside, when they have all of their guys available to them and they bring that club back to the forefront this year, and then you add in a guy like Buckner, I know they lost Royston, but 
Cougars lost my guy Conagieser. I'm still a little you emotional like about it. Uh, Jarrett Johnson. Hey, but and they got Jamal. Kenny Placid still, and he's playing more. Yeah. And Paul Dak, you like, you like your Paul guy, Dak, Kenny. his his older brother Tath warned us he two did. years ago. He, he said my younger and, brother's actually better again, than me. Another one, I'm telling you, just committed. He's coming to Morris. Another Dak another brother, Dak. Yeah, I don't know if they're brothers. I would assume they're related one way or act, another. Act, but... act to you and yours. That's what they're saying out in Morris. <laughs> Something like that. Act, 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 act. Yeah, I don't know how he does that. Local but, talk show host um, says that for for those who don't know, what we're talking about. But yeah, I I like what they got, and they could definitely again get in. They're going to be knocking on the door, and now the question is, will somebody open it? Because some people are like, okay, if you knock a few times nicely, we'll maybe open it. But if they aggressively knock for too long, we're not going to come to the door. They're standing out in the cold, and they're asking, is someone going to open the door? And we'll find out later on this season, Wyatt. I think they're going to be just on the outside looking in, but it would not totally shock me if the Minnesota Morris Cougars once again find themselves in the UMAC tournament. And a lot of it could do with health for both them and someone like Kron. Which is something we can't predict, obviously. Yep. And teams, you know, they, they don't know when it's going to hit them. What a life that would be if them. we could predict injuries. We would be a lot better at this. Like I always <laughs> say, and like, well, I shouldn't say this. I stole this from my guy, uh, Josh Pate, college football analyst. I always get every single one of my predictions right. And again, it's not my fault if the kids, coaches, or refs screw it up. <laughs> That's my. I was like, where are you going my, with this? I didn't know the quote that you so were referring if to. If the kids, coaches, or refs screw this up and my one to number eight don't work out or my player of the year and all this, it's not my fault. They're all kids. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I'm a kid, too. I mean, I'm not that much. I was going to say. We're not, not that, much, not that older much older than them. But, <laughs> um, you're always a kid at heart, in a way. So it's interesting because you said four and five was a debate. Crown and Morris. I almost look at it from five to six. I was more so debating North Central and Morris, personally, myself. Really? You're kind of saying that. You think Crown's a step above for sure. I do. I, I think the argument for me was more so North Central and Morris. But you kind of okay. have North Central not in that same category. Yeah. I mean, how we laid it out, I I whiffle waffled back and forth between Crown and Morris for sure. I do, and I, I, I agree with you, Morris like North Central, more. like they statistically, wide, they were the best defense last year in the UMAC, not to go back to them. They're going to have to be that again, you could argue, to have a chance to get into the playoffs. I just think that's the only recipe. Yeah, and I, I don't like relying on that in a league where there's so many good scorers yeah. and people who can light it up on any given night. It's tough to make a good living when you're facing that, and that's your calling card. That's all I'm saying. Agreed. So number four, like you said, you had crown. I have crown at number four as well. Health is obviously the number one question you got to ask about this team, but Buckner, who, by the way, I'm always going to give him a shout-out because he was homeschooled. I'm homeschooled. At least on his bio, it says he's homeschooled, so I'm assuming that's accurate. <laughs> yeah. Got to give him a shout-out. Cade Carroll has been really good and really healthy this year, so he's back playing well. They still got Michael Ladd. They got JVD, our guy Jacob Van Dam. I don't know why I always feel the need to say his was it full Luth- name. Was it Luther College that he hit that hit buzzer beater in the corner? Only three points in the entire game, but they were meaningful. Yeah. Very meaningful. <laughs> I think that's what the tweet said that they sent out. So... Yeah, no, I mean, they, they've got a lot of pieces back. My guy Bainey is still there, his younger brother at Northwestern. That rivalry is something we're going to talk about throughout the year. There's a lot of pieces back at Crown, Ryan. Like, yeah. if this team does stay healthy, I always point back to two years ago when they made the conference championship, tested Northwest. They they not only beat Northwestern in the regular season that year, Ryan, but you remember, they kind of took it to them. Yeah. Hoops so, hysteria, Pat Crowd. I'll yeah. never forget that game. When, never. Wow. It, that one well, really sticks well, with you. <laughs> I, I won't forget night. it for a while. The two matchups they had at the Erickson Center two years ago, I mean, they won the first one, and then in the rematch, Northwestern got them in the UMAC final. Those two crowds put together, 
It's the way it Just should be. Just what UMAC basketball is all about. I mean, sellouts the and then be. some for both those games. It's the way it should be. I love it. And then we've got, you know, somebody saying there's like 800 people in the gym, and I don't know if that's accurate, <laughs> but we'll leave it at that. Crown has a lot of pieces to make some noise. They can score. I think they're going on a revenge tour in a way because they feel like there was a lot left on the table a year ago. Yeah. Again, a lot of that had to do with injuries. It just wasn't their year. At their best, they are a championship caliber team in this conference. Yeah, you labeled them as the RT. I was going to say they're, they're, wild. They're, the, they're, the U, they're the UB right this year. I mean, you said they're the RT. They got the revenge tour going on. I'm saying it's it's a UB this year for Crown. What's the B stand for? I feel like the U is under. Unfinished. Unfinished business. Yeah. I was thinking underdog for some reason. I'm because like, where's the B coming into place? It feels like they left something on the table last season. Hmm? And this year, if it's Thanksgiving for Crown, Wyatt, they're eating the whole turkey, including the turkey legs, and they're not <laughs> the leaving any stuffing. The for me, Clark. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think I, this may be outlandish. This is why I'm pausing, Wyatt. I think, it's, I think it's playoffs or busts this year for Crown. I think they need to make Is that playoffs. outlandish? Absolutely. I don't if think If you that's don't outlandish. make the playoffs again this year with, and again, injuries play into it. I understand that. But, but we're not going to predict that here tonight. If you yeah. don't make the playoffs two straight years with the guys that have come through, that's got to be a little Coach bit Coach Herbert's going to lose some sleep if that yes, happens. that's got to be disappointing, especially yeah. when you were in the UMAC championship two years ago. So I agree. Playoffs are bust for crown. Wild card team. Going to be fun to see how they perform this year. Okay. Going to be a fun opener. We'll talk about Which that in a talk future about episode. In a different episode, absolutely. Number three. I think this is where we differ because I have got the University of Northwestern Eagles coming in at number three. And that might seem outlandish because they haven't lost yet this year. And is they've got outlandish? a lot of depth. They've got a lot of balance. There's been a lot to like, what is it, only the second time in program history? Or is it the first time now? Well, with their win last Saturday in the modern era, it's the best it's the start the Eagles have at, ever at been seven off and to. Oh, which is yeah. remarkable when you think about the run that they've had, how many conference titles they've won, yeah, the talent that's great come players, through. Yeah. This team is the one that goes 7-0 and, and, and does something that's never been done. And there was a lot of questions, I think, coming into this year. I think they've answered many of those. Not all cakewalks in the non-con either. The thing that separates the other two, though, that I haven't mentioned yet from Northwestern is Northwestern's got a couple of young guards who I love. Don't get me wrong. You just Parker Bainey applauded Carter and Bainey, and now you are totally dogging on Parker Bainey. I'm wow. not. Well, and wow. It's interesting because I think Parker overall is a more talented player. Okay. No offense, Carter. I just <laughs> I think, think he's he may be offended. But I think okay. he's a better scorer, and I think he can do more. But he's a sophomore. And and your guy, I'm not going to try and say it's J. Peth. J. Peth I, I just call him J, right? They call him J, they call but him J. his name's J. Peth. So, yep. so Mr. J. Nayamari has had a really good start to the year. Yeah, raising some and eyebrows. So, and so is Parker. So when you put those two next to each other, it's been great so far. But are they going to hit some bumps eventually? Because they still are just sophomores. Yeah. Parker's got experience from last year. I understand that. So you got him. But this is really the first time Nayamari's been playing is this yeah. year. So there's some question marks for me on that. They've got a really experienced front court with Hoyleen, Fonbula, Fambule is a better last name, personally. You but can say it either way. I'm yeah. going to say it that way. I get that. I get all of that. But I don't feel comfortable picking them above the other two because of the inexperience in the backcourt and just how good the other two have looked as well. It's more so it's about them than anything. 
What I hear you saying is they need to get their vehicles ready for winter. So what if you're Nayamari or Bainey, you better go into the shop and get your tires rotated. Maybe get some winter tires if you're driving a sedan or if you're driving something with four-wheel drive, you're probably all right. But they have, to, chains around they have to prepare for tougher roads ahead and for some unsuspected, excuse me, unexpected Adversity ice on the road, bumps, yes. whatever it is. Yeah. It's easy to drive in Minnesota in the fall. It gets more difficult. It's kind of a war out there sometimes in the winter, and they got to be ready for it. I agree. They don't have as much experience driving in the snow. When the adversity comes, how will they respond? That's my question for Northwestern this year. Because it's, it's going question. to happen at some point, and that'll really determine the success of this team, I think. How they get up after Number they get zero and out. number one. Agent zero and... You do like the agent The zero number one that. high flyer on Northwestern J-Path Nymari. Well, do you have them at number three, or are you giving them more respect? Because, I mean, they are 7-0. and oh. They are. I mean, number three seems like it's disrespectful. You remember what they were picked in the preseason poll? They were picked number two. We talked about that. And we, well, putting you superior, were more, putting you superior were more number frustrated three. about that. You were like, I, why are I they was, number two? To be honest, Wyatt, my opinion on Northwestern has changed to a sizable extent so you don't from where we were a chunk three. of weeks ago. It has definitely changed. Okay, so where I was saying, I don't know about putting them at number two. I don't really agree with that. I still have them at number three. My opinions changed a ton. Like I'm, wow. So I you, if I'm an Eagle fan, I'm pleasantly surprised with what I've seen so far. And I don't know what's going to happen in UMAC play. We said it though when we reacted to the preseason poll a chunk of weeks ago. We've said it off the mic as well. We've said it around the Northwestern campus. I don't think the top of the UMAC in men's basketball has been this good in maybe the last decade. Top three, four teams when they're playing at their A level. I agree. It's about as good as you can see. Period in this league. So I'm very, very impressed and believing if I'm an Eagle fan of what Northwestern can do, I still have them number three because the top two are that good. So don't take it as a shot at no. you or anything like that because, like Ryan was saying, the top of this conference is so much better than it's been. Yeah. We've always had one or two dominant teams. Yeah. I don't think we've had this depth at any point, at least in the last decade when we've been covering or watching UMAC basketball. There's so. going to be a lot of really drag them out. There are fantastic be a lot of good games. ball games yeah, in I the regular say, season. There's not going to be a dull moment throughout the course of the regular season, especially on the men's side. Okay, so that leads us to 2-1. and one. We have the two teams remaining. Have we matched all the way? We have matched all the way. We have not. Haven't we? Morrison North Central. Oh, we're, sorry. We're, I wrote it. Di- Wait, no, maybe we did. Wrong. I wrote it wrong. You're right, actually. No, no, we have matched. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought I wrote it right on this document. Yeah, no, 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 no. We matched. It's just that you had the argument between four and five, Crown and Morris. I more we so had the argument the same between way. Morris and North Central at five and six, but we did match. There are multiple roads to the right, winner's circle, let's say, Wyatt. Let's say number two at the same time. Three, two, one. You'd have Bethany. a superior. Whoa, look, look at, at that. you. We have a little look bit of a difference. You. I wrote down wow. Bethany at number two, and you have he superior. He is drinking the non-con drink. Explain yourself. Explain myself. You explain yourself. Why number I think, two? I for, think you got some more explaining to do. To be honest. All right, I'll explain myself. I'm, I'm not I scared. Could, I could go. I'm just saying. I think you got explaining to do too. All right. So Superior's number one. Bethany's number two. I like what I've seen from both teams. A lot of returning production. The transfers that have come in for Bethany. We talked with Coach Garvin. They very well could be better this year, Ryan, than they were a year ago. But there's but, a but. There's a but coming. But. There's question marks about their health at the moment. There's been some guys that haven't been able to play. And it's more so about Superior 
having that dog inside of them this year. They're Rece- on a receiving mission. votes. Did they you know have this? a chip on their shoulder. They've had a really good non-conference start. They have the grit, the fight, the anger. I just think that is going to play into account this year. I think Coach Polkowski really has that team fired up this year. Javon Walker has had an unbelievable start to the season. I think they have other guys that can really contribute as well. I mean, your guy, Joseph Farenholtz. No, no, no. Now tell me your guy, though. Joey Barker? Yeah, Joey Barker. I mean, he's there, too. But (laughs) Joseph Farenholtz hasn't even had to do what... No. He did last year, yeah, and he's capable of it. So I just really like what I've seen from Superior. So it's not a knock on Bethany because they've also had a great start. And like I said, they've got transfers in. They've got a lot of returning production. I mean, Mason Ackley is a guy that gets overlooked a ton on that team, Speaking Ryan. Speaking of Superior, and he that's does where a, he came from. Yeah, he does a ton for that Bethany squad still, and we overlook him. So that's Can you how imagine if Superior still had Ackley and, and Patterson? Xavier Patterson? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean that's another storyline that doesn't get <laughs> yeah. talked about enough when those two imagine? teams meet. Oof. So that's why I'm. Ex- that's why I hope that's a good enough explanation for you. I like it. I like the team that has the chip on their shoulder. I really like what I've seen from them. It's always been a question about their offense, Ryan. Does their offense score enough? Because the defense is always good. I think they can do enough offensively and play with their anger, their passion, their grit. I think they can do it. I got them number one. I think they win the regular season title. A historic season coming for the Yellow Jackets. Wow. Now you explain yourself. You know, Fahrenholtz was really good on Saturday, Wyatt, but they lost. He had 17 and 10 to lead the way. Does that so worry you? Superior was bad. Superior, and then no, 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 no. Superior was unbeaten. And this past Saturday, they lost to the pointers of Stevens Point. And they've really been really strong program. Really strong program. And they've been really good against, you know, schools from across the border. They've already beaten Lacrosse and River Falls so far this season, handled McAllister on the road as well. So it's been a really good non conference superior. I was partially joking, but I had to say that to correct myself. They were receiving votes in two polls ago, now early this week in the new poll. They're no longer receiving votes. But make it known the UMAC had a team receiving votes in the top twenty five. Now the question is can a Bethany or a Superior or get a Northwestern or someone point? get back to that point at some time Probably this year? Probably not, because they'll look at the conference, and even if one of them is undefeated, they'll say, who have they beat? Unfortunately, that's the way to look at it. No respect. By the way, Northwestern, I was going to make this comparison. Northwestern is the Florida State right yeah, now. Yeah, you got to circle back to this. You said this to me <laughs> so earlier So they're today. undefeated. They're number three. The yep. games absolutely did matter that they've won so far to get to 7-0. and oh. But they're not one of the top two teams in the conference still. Okay, but they're top four, at least. They're top four. If this was a playoff, yeah, they're going to make the UMAC tournament. But don't compare us to the CFP committee. Don't do it. We're not. We're much more well-spoken than Bucor again. You know, when they ask, okay, so is one of these teams unequivocally better? You know, let's just enjoy the games. Reese Bo Nix has a 78% completion percentage this year. We're not like that. Boo, boo, have, why, boo, why did Liberty get the New Year's Six bid? Well, you know, they were undefeated at yeah. SMU wasn't. That's got to count for something. Hypocrite. You mean- <laughs> what a hypocrite. We are much better spoken, yep. and we, we can actually provide facts and back up our information. I'll stop bringing up the CFP maybe at some point. I apologize for those who don't care about it. Okay. I had to circle back to that with Northwestern, but no, continue. I, I enjoy it. So I have Bethany number one. In a weird way, I think the adversity they faced early this season, Wyatt, is going to do them some some favors, excuse me, as they head forward through the rest of the season. So they had a win against UW Lacrosse last week. If you haven't seen the video on Twitter or whatnot, unbelievable finish where Mackley, Mackley, Ackley throws it up at the 10. Nielsen lays it in to win the ball game. Why they not only won at Lacrosse, a really good Wyatt club, 
UMAC represent. Love to see that, just like Superior beat them. But they did it only playing seven guys. They didn't have Madsen at their disposal. They didn't have Sagadol at their disposal. Two guys who are huge scorers on this team, as we've seen the last multiple years. You've brought up Dominic Bangu before when we said one name that you're really... Still having a strong year. Yeah, that you're really looking at and that's piqued your interest early on the season. I said Keegan Heiderschett. They both start in that ball game. They're both in double figures. For two guys especially like that, new to the program this season where they're getting meaningful minutes this year, it's going to pay huge dividends for Coach Garvin and his staff, in my opinion, moving forward to have experienced this early on. Here's the tough part, as you said earlier. I, I have no idea if Sagadol and Madsen are going to be back this weekend. That's a difference maker. Or if they're not back till the new year. Yeah. I, I don't know. But I'm trusting that it's – I shouldn't say trusting. I'm hoping it's not something serious and I'm not just going to worst-case scenario in my head where they're going to be out till mid-February or something ridiculous. Even so, I like the depth that this team has. I think Superior is right there biting on their heels. But I actually think, because this is a UMAC standings prediction, mm-hmm. what they've experienced early this season, even though they have lost a pair of ball games and there's maybe a couple of question marks on campus in Mankato, I think they're going to be better for it with what they've experienced in November. That's a good way to look at it. Definitely could serve them well. And other guys have to find their role and step in and step up. So I get it. I just... Again, I don't blame I'll you. I'll take the gritty team, the chip on the shoulder. You're saying like they it. haven't forgot, speaking of Mankato, no. what happened in the North Gym last year. For, don't forget, Wyatt. Not just once, but opening weekend of the season. Remember, Bethany almost blew a huge lead. Superior scared them in the final minute. Yeah. And then they came back in the UMAC final where Bethany, you know, I don't know if anyone in the last 10 years of the UMAC was going to beat them on that floor on that day with how they shot the basketball and played down the stretch. I mean, they were just, you know, felt unbeatable at that point of the season last year but when those two play this year it's gonna be again fun. it's gonna be a treat get your popcorn ready pop 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 do you want to give me your best gus johnson is that what you're trying to do no no, no. it's all good were, all you, right. were you wondering do you want to know just so i can whet your appetite a little bit the first meetings in superior Okay. They they don't play in Mankato till later on in the season, last day of the regular season. Do the schedule that makers know what they're doing? Well could determine. Bethany hosting Superior yeah. on the last day of the regular season. Very well season. could determine. Is that a good decision by the, the schedule makers? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. They know what they're doing. Got to have some meaningful games on the final weekend. That will absolutely be one of them. Okay. Who will be the player of the year, Wyatt Morrell? Player of the year. You're right. I was about to skip and go straight into our fantasy, but we got to get this first. Player of the year, Javon Walker. Whoa, not even being around the bush. He's the heart and soul of that team. He does everything for him, Ryan. He distributes, he scores, he gets steals. He does everything. I just... Shooting more this year, too. And again, I go back to what I said on the women's side. If the season plays out the way I think it will, and if they win this conference for the first time in the last... I don't know if it's ever happened, actually, before. But if it happens... How do you not give it to him, assuming that Don't he was Don't sleep on my guy Fahrenholz. Well, and if Fahrenholz is the I would assume Walker is the guy. Maybe he's just been fooling people early this season. It's been a decoy this entire time <laughs> is what you're saying. I, I'll, I'll give it to Javon Walker. I, I think he's the, he's the guy right now. He's the front runner with the way he's played. Can he lead superior to the season that I think they can have? 
Is it legal to say the same name that you did, or just for fun, should I say another name? No, you can say the same name. Or should I just drop another name, We too? were boring on the women's side. I mean, I can list. There's a handful of guys I think that could win it. Give me the handful. On the men's side. I mean, Kid Carroll is a guy you can't discount, obviously. Yep, he with, plays the whole season. his level. Um, depending on what Sagadol status is, he'd be yep. another guy who's going to score a lot. I don't really look at Northwestern and say they have a true candidate, and you know why? They're, They're balanced. so balanced. It's yep. like... Maybe Hoyleen or Fambule could do it, but it's those like, are the two I only think. And there's are they going to score? Enough? I just yeah, I don't I don't see it. That's what the voters look at. This is the problem why they look at the primetime matchups and the guys who are making big plays and scoring. Yeah, and that's maybe why Jaden Daniels won't get the should, Heisman. You're saying they shouldn't be looking at that? I mean, they should no, no, be no. looking at who's no, scoring. No, that matters. But it comes down to yeah, I won't get into comparing the Heisman voting to this. But I honestly, I had it written down long before we started this recording, Javon Walker as well. And I think you've seen a concerted effort where he's looked different early this season just in looking for his shot more. He's always had that ability to do that, Wyatt. But this year, like you said, he's adding everything he's done the last multiple years, and then he's just throwing on top of it. I'm going to get more shots up. And he's literally saying, throw the bus on my back, and I'm going to carry it somehow this whole season. He's got to be the guy. Yeah. And I'm sure that's something that Coach Polkowski has talked to him about. Look for your opportunities. You know, you don't have to. We're going to live and die with you. You're going to be the guy, be the alpha dog. I think he is that alpha dog. He's got that dog in him. He does. Speaking of which, coach of the year, Coach Polkowski. Yeah, if they're going to win it. I think if they win it, you have to give it to them, right? Now, you don't have superior winning. You have Mm -hmm. Bethany. So who is your coach of the year in that event? with the way you think the standings are going to play out. Well, and this is what's tough. Are we predicting who we would give the coach of the year to with how we think it's playing out or who we think the UMAC is going to give it to? Because in a lot of sequences, it's our predictions. Okay. So who we, who think, we would give it who to. Who we think and would, would give it to. Okay. Because that can be different sometimes with how we look at this. Is it different? I, I think then it would be Coach Garvin. Because they won. It. I, know, I know it's back-to-back and they won it again, but I think it may be harder than ever to fend off the top of the league that's still so good even though bethany is really really good too so i'll say coach garvin but yeah i wouldn't be shocked if if superior goes over top of them i think it's so so tight between those two but yeah i mean you look at it wide i mean if north put it this way you know we could play the hypothetical game again if coach if coach shiner for northland gets him into the playoffs as a first year head coach just in our opinion we'd say give it to that guy like we don't yeah. even care what happens in the postseason tournament almost now will it play out that way no, we don't know. I'm just playing uh, it, it might not. the hypothetical. It where might you not. and I say where a guy can get it yes. without winning the conference. And I think in a case like that, he should get it. But it might not necessarily work out that we way. We look at, like, you know, no offense to him, but we look at a Coach Groves, a Coach Herbert. Let's say those guys get the three and four seed and they don't win the conference tournament. They're not going to get Coach of the Year. No. I mean, they're, they're expected to be near the top. So I agree. I'll, I'll say Garvin. agree wholeheartedly. Okay, let's get to our fantasy picks. Well done. What everybody wants to... Well, maybe they wanted to hear the predictions too, I guess. But everybody <laughs> wants to hear their name called for the players that are listening. I get it. We're gonna. Here's the problem for those listening: we won't call everyone's name. No, we're, we're, we're not. We're not players. We're not on picking thirty player rosters. Sixteen players on each side. Eight but you're each. saying men's and women's yep. combined? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I was gonna eight say, each. wait, wait, we're doing double. Eight each on each side first. So you know. You can have pick one, let's say I get two and three, and then you get four and five, I get, you know, and we'll go back and forth like a snake draft. I say we do rock, paper, scissors to decide who picks first, and the winner gets to choose if they want the first pick on the men's side or the first pick on the women's side. Is that acceptable? 
Yeah, that's fair. Okay, here we go. And and you know what? We're Live, taking people behind right the curtain. The pod, we're we're in the same spot, so we, we can are. see we're each other. We're looking right is at legitimate. each other. Okay. It's not like we're connecting when I was up in Crooks, and I'm just going to say we're I had scissors. Scared. Yeah, you had scissors. That's, that's <laughs> not going to work that way. All right. On shoot. On shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, this shoot. This is dramatic. Okay. Yeah, here we Ready? go. Ready? Rock, Rock, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Yeah. You, For you, those you wondering, Ryan yeah. put paper, I put scissors. So I get to choose. I thought he was going to put so, rock down. Dumb decision. Yeah. And let's be clear about the scoring before I, I make my decision. Everything's just one. So if you score 20 points, that's 20. If you have five rebounds, that's five points. Five assists, that's five. A turnover is negative one. Yep. That's the only scoring say system that slower, we've ever so, had say it slower so the guy keeping track hears it again it's the same we've always done mr bauman appreciate your help as always has he signed on for another year i think we i think i may have had that not, conversation with him. if not then we gotta ask we'll and figure if, it if out if he doesn't yeah we gotta get his we'll, contract we'll, we'll do what's necessary to get his contract <laughs> signed yes exactly um so that's how the scoring works it's not like you get one and a half points for a rebound, so like that's valuable or anything. It's it's just all everything's worth one. Block and steal is worth one as well. <sighs> Do I want the first pick on the men's side or the women's side? This is tough. Well, well, you get to decide. If you want me to decide, I'll happily, you know. No, I do want to decide. I didn't win rock, I, paper, scissors, though. I do want to decide. I will take the first pick on the men's side. Okay. You can have the first pick on the women's side, which is where we're going to start. So we're going to start on the women's side. Oh, wow. Ryan Mitchell gets the first pick. Wow. You've got your laptop up. I've got my phone out to keep track of this. So let's just get this set up. But when you're ready, take your first selection. So according to Mr. Morrell, we are starting on the women's side. Who do you think I'm going to take? Who do you See, not well, want this me to is take? why I didn't, because I think there's a couple of options that you could. I would assume you'll go with the reigning conference player of the year. But yeah, I can't other not take her. I'll just, I'll just cut to the chase. I can't pass on it. So you got to take Lexi Hagen. I'm taking Lexi Hagen. All right, Ryan. She was the only real bright spot for my team last year with 328. No one else got more than 260. So, so Lexi Hagen from Northwestern is the number one pick. Congratulations, Lexi. Hope you have a great and fantastic season for Ryan. I'm not going to cheer against you, okay? But thanks for that disclaimer. (laughs) But I do want my team to perform better. Okay, Lexi Hagen's off the board. So with the second pick. And my number one draft pick on the women's side. Dun, 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 dun. Open the envelope. All the boos <laughs> for Roger Goodell. I think, well, here's the deal. I don't think it matters what order I go in. Uh, I'll take Maddie Grove next, ooh, and then I'm taking Elise Besson in with the one after that. Okay. So, to me, they were the next two options, and that's why I planned this out this way, so that if you, you know, took, regardless of who you took, if it was Hagen, Grove, or Bessonen, I was just going to take the other two. So Grove can be the second one, and then we will put Bessonen after that. So that gives you two picks to go along with Hagen to try and, you know, really start up to, the pieces. to form your that team hurts. here. To be honest, I didn't want you to take Grove and Bessonen, so that, that hurts. Why. I'm sorry. It was the right play. That's why I did it. I know. I'm, I'm affirming you. Okay, I appreciate that. So, I'm going to go Mackenzie Latsky first. You're and just foremost. hoping for that production. I'm not hoping. I'm expecting it's going to come. Wyatt. Well, I'm, I'm, pr- I'm pretty confident. I guess that makes sense. I mean, she has been dynamite. When you look at the shots she's putting up, and the the volume's going to be there. So I'm I'm actually pretty confident. It's this second one where I'm rambling a little bit right now because yeah, I get it. I I didn't even 
to me, it was those top four that have came off the board immediately were like top four in, in my book. And maybe that's short-sighted. You do got to make a decision. I do have to make a decision. The clock is I'm going to I'm going to go runs out. Your pick forfeits over to me. How much time's left on the clock? I don't know. That's just what happens. That happened to the Vikings once. As sad as that is. I'm going back to Northwestern. Going back to the Eagles. Let me guess. Guess. Sandral. Yep. You're going to pick Jasmine Sandral? I think her and Hagen could be double double machines and with getting those two early I like my chances on the glass. I think you are going to have some problems beating my team on the glass, but maybe I'm too confident. Yeah, no, I mean, that is a big part of this. I I get it. Uh, I'm not going to discount that selection. I got to decide now what I want to do here. This is where it gets tough for me. You know what? I'm going to do it. I've had her on the team before. Oh, Jordan Heckendorf. I was going to say. From Martin Luther. Yeah. But it's got to be more than scoring, Jordan. I need you to... Do you think? Do get you think, some points do you think someone can get her this message that you're you're hoping she receives? I'm hoping she receives this message. I need more than the points. The points are great, but I I need more. If you expect more. Okay. I don't. I'm not saying I expect more. I don't want to put that pressure <laughs> on anybody, but it, it would be nice. Okay, so I've got Heckendorf right now, along with Grove and Bessonen. Let's see. Where do I want to go to next? Because I mean, I, I look at everything when I look at this. You know, the body of work, if you will. It's not easy. People think this is easy. It's we take not. we take this seriously. There are high stakes. You do take this seriously. Man. I will go. Let's go with Caitlin Vanderplug for North Central. Mm. Give me a double double or two. Downtown you. Downtown you. Your favorite. Caitlin, welcome to the team. <laughs> All right, two picks for you, Ryan. I forget. I won the women's one, and you won the men's one, right? Last year, correct. So, I mean, and, is... and both of them were not particularly close. So we'll see and, if, and if that changes. There's a lot year. of reasons why. No that promises. Happened, I was about to but... say I hope that changes, but you know what? I don't I mean, know if it's going to. A change. lot of this is out of our control in a in a way. All right, I'm going to go to Superior White. Okay, I'm going to blow your mind. Are you ready for this? Well, my mind is about to be blown. I hope I'm pronouncing her last name correctly. <laughs> Charlotte Burstall. Versal. Wait, yeah, it's... I think that's right. She's a freshman. First, I, I feel like should we have, were should have discussing asked, this earlier. should have asked we? Coach Carpenter when we were talking with her last week, but she was talking about her. When she kept saying, Wyatt, we actually got a big that we can play who's a freshman this year, and she's playing lots of minutes. That, yeah. That's who she was talking about, in case you weren't aware. I've been Thank you. very impressed, <laughs> very impressed with what I've seen early on this season. Okay, so I'm just... Making sure I got my uh, document here up. Yeah, we got it. So, that's why there's so a little took, bit of a pause. You took and Heckendorf and Vanderplug. I did. Correct? I took Heckendorf KVP. and Vanderplug with my number three and four selection. So we each have taken four. We're halfway. We're at the midway point. You We're have humming. a pick, and then it goes back to me for two. We're humming. It's easy at this point. It's going to get harder. I don't know about that, but it's going to get harder. All right. Well, there's there's a few names that I'm considering at this point because I know you're wondering why it. So I am I'm trying to get inside my head. You're doing a good job of just that. Thank you. Okay. I feel the pressure across the table. Figure it out. This is stressful. Okay. No, it's not stressful. This is a privilege. It's an opportunity. It is a privilege. So I think I'm going to go to a team where we have not had a selection. Oh, boy. Don't take who I was going to take. Well, who are you going to take? I'll tell you if you take them. I'm just confirming on a few. Oh. On a few numbers that we're looking at. 
Come on, right? This this team spurred this 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 team really spurned me last year. So this is why I'm a little bit ah. Uh, you are going to take who I want. I'm a, I'm a little bit delayed because I don't know if I should be so confident to do this. Is basically what I'm saying. You're taking who I wanted. I'm just um, don't yeah, do you know what? Me. I got to do it. Gianna. Clarenbeek. Clarenbeek. Hope That's I'm pronouncing that correctly. Actually That's thinking. not who you were looking at? It well, was you thought not. I, you thought I was talking about Bethany, though. Yes. So hold on a second here. What's the name? You you mentioned her as the player that you were you were keeping an eye on. Yeah, but I'm not. For some reason, I'm not seeing Pretty sure she's a freshman. Yet. Pretty sure she's a freshman. i to pull this up. The UMAC website has decided to crash on me. Wow. At the wrong this, time. This is great podcasting. This is Well, in a fantasy draft, enjoying. there is going to be some time to. And, and you, were, you were worrying me for a second here. So I, I think she's still healthy. You, you just really worried me for a second there because this bit me in the butt last time. Um, yeah, the website has crashed on this side for me, unfortunately. Well, she didn't so. play the last game. So now you're worrying me that here I'm going to have what happened last year. I got it back. No, no, you got Gianna <laughs> Clarenbeef. That's your pick. She, she didn't play the That's last game. That's your pick. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, made I'm trusting. Okay. She's only missed one game so far. Quit freaking out. It, it's right. fine. It's fine. That's your pick. I finally got my website back up and running, so we're good. No need to freak out. I'm going to pick a player from a team that hasn't been selected either. I'm going Tiana McKinley for Northland. Wow. A game. Northland. We're picking Northland. Wow. Again, somebody's got to score, Ryan. That's <laughs> true. So you and think somebody volume, has to. <laughs> the volume is clearly there early in the season. So I'm going to ride that and trust that she's going to get enough volume throughout the course of UMAC play. I'll take her. Now I got to decide... What I want to do next because this is this is never, where fantasy is won and lost. It, it can be. You never want to necessarily double or triple up on the same team because, like you said, I mean that can bite you in the butt yep. at times if you do that. But at the same time, do you just want to take the best players? I don't know. You ask a lot of good questions. I'm going right? back and forth on it. That's why I'm 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 struggling. Let's go. Let's go. Lexus Trig, Bethany. Another Bethany. Yep. There you go. She does a little bit of everything. Blocks, steals, rebounds, points. Not the flashiest player, but gets the job done. So I'll take Lexus Trig. That sends it back over to you for two. All right. Thank you, sir. And then remind me the the Northland player that you had? Tiana McKinley. I'm just writing down on this sheet. Okay, thank you. Now we get to the point where... Now I need a pair. So you you got six, and I got five. Correct. So I get two picks. This, this snake draft, how this works. And then I'll only have one left. So these are really important, Wyatt. Pressure, they are. Pressure's on right now. I didn't mean to put pressure on you, but I there f- is pressure. I feel it. I mean, didn't mean to, but I'm feeling it right now. Okay. <laughs> so I'm thinking of a few different directions here, potentially. Um Okay. First off, I know where I'm going next. I'm, I'm going. I'm going with my third Northwestern Eagle. Call me whatever name you want to. Allison Terry. She doesn't mm. even start, but doesn't even start at this point. Doesn't even start. And you're rolling. We, with we it. had at least one player from the Eagles last year who didn't start. You had Hershey, didn't you? I did. She didn't start. So there's. I'm debating if I take her again here. 
coming up unless you're what if what if i take her right now i'm not you know i there is one player i'm really hopeful you don't take yeah yeah you hope just slides under the rug potentially let's just uh, a disclaimer i think i know who you're talking there's going to be (laughs) players that we miss and don't select and then they have really good years it happens yeah it's part of the deal well, and that's why we always tell people to, to come, reach come out and talk us, to I us guess, if the they email need to talk to us. Say, what were you thinking? You're, you know, do it. We can handle it. We're big boys. I will take the second North Central University Ram is who I'm going to take. And now it'll be back to you when you can guess who I'm talking about. Well, I really don't want you to say what name. Who did you want? Uh, what name are you picking? Bryce Brewster. Ah, <laughs> that's the one you were. That was the one for? I wanted. I was literally well, going to. You know, take we her. talked about her with uh, Coach Zabla, and I wanted to hear her thoughts on Brewster. And I um, that's I like her potential that is this year. Really unfortunate. Yeah. See, that's why I didn't want to say because then, for all I know, you could just say, you know. That well, that yeah, you were going to say her picking. name before. I was going to make I you say her. it first. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is really unfortunate, Ryan. I'm I'm sorry to hear you. I'm not sure how I'm supposed to recover from this. You can. There's there's other names out there, Wyatt. There's more names. Well, to the top from. ten scorers are off the board right now. And we have, you know, three picks left here. And it's not all about points. The eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth are all there. They are. If you're just going by scoring. But I gotta I gotta do some more research here. You want me to play the Jeopardy music? What do you wait what a minute? Talk about while you're I going might have this? my option. Wait a minute. Hold so why it has gone with one cougar. He's gone with one jacket. He's gone with one knight. He's gone with one ram, one viking, and one lumberjill. He has spread the love around. So what teams am I that. missing? What teams am I missing? Just just take the whole conference, why don't you? What team you am got I eight missing? players. What are you missing? You need a, um, if you want to play this game, you need a uh, polar. Got, you need a polar. The, I, no, I don't. Yeah, you do. Do I? I need crown yeah. and northwestern. Yeah. Well, Northwestern, I will take Riley Hershey. No, you won't. Come on. Don't do that. I will. Don't do that. Why did I even you say wanted, her name? You wanted did, to take I, her with the last Why did pick? I even say her name? You know, it She's was, on the team last year. It was and her, won, so it was her or Terry, and I took Terry. So We need somebody back on the team this year that has that experience from winning a year ago. So Team Wyatt is going to do that. Okay. And now you're telling me if I take a crown player, you will I will have, have taken one up. from every single Well, wait team. a second. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, you need one more. Bethany, Northwestern, Northland, North Central, Martin Luther, Superior Morse. Yeah, I literally just need a crown. That's crazy. All right, I got to pick a crown player. I mean, I might as well go with Urbina. Let's do that. Sound confident, why don't you? <laughs> She's the best player I see on the board left from crown. And I want to have representation from every single team. It did not. That is, I did unbe- not that is that unbelievable even, that it worked out I think out I even way. told Ryan there's no way that's going to happen. <laughs> and that's just the reality is not every team's going to be represented. And here we are. Incredible. Incredible. All right. Go ahead. Last pick. Sonia Urbina. All right. I just Mr. Irrelevant or Mrs. Irrelevant. Ms. Irrelevant. Dun, 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 Brock dun, Purdy, you know, dun, he dun, was in that dun, dun. spot. And look at what he's been able to do. He's He's decent. He really, he really, no, no, I, Hey, all seriousness. Awesome dude. I'm pulling for him and it stunk that he was against me in fantasy, but I appreciated seeing them put it on Philadelphia this last week. That was me too. That was really great to see. All right. I'm, um, I'm looking at some numbers here. Wyatt make that final pick. We'll switch over to the women's side. 
Men's side, you mean. Men's side. We're almost done with the women's side. I am writing down information. Okay, so right now, at this point, we have everyone represented. So no no one can be mad. Deal? Every, everyone you listening. You pick whoever you want. Right? Everyone you listening. No, no one can be upset, okay? Deal, everyone. No one. You don't have to justify it. No one can be upset with what's going on. Because did we do this last year? Did we have everyone represented? I'm not sure we I did. I don't know if we did. But again, I mean, that's not. I got a front runner for who I'm picking. I'm just checking. Um, I feel very good about my team, too. Yeah? I got to say. I feel good about my team. So how about that? Good for um, you. Okay. I'm I'm looking at a player where we don't we, got all night. Right? I'm looking we at a player a where decision. we we could get a little bit of everything. Well, this this could be what wins or loses. Well, it could. It also could not matter at all. All the bacon. So, what do we got here? We got this many field goal attempts. Okay, we got a lot of numbers. I'm looking at. All right, I'm actually gonna pivot from there, and I'm gonna go back to the well over here, and you can throw all the things at me. I'm going to go with another Northwestern Eagle. Half my team's going to be Eagles. I'm picking Grace Landvik with my last pick. Grace Landvik. Same same thing that I did last year. She gets overlooked, I feel like. Yeah, well, it there, there's only so much that can go around. That's the problem, but that's also the thing with this team is I feel like they She'll hardly ever just have one blow up. So basically, Wyatt, I'm yeah. spinning this around the fact I think Northwestern's going to be really good. I, I picked I four you. of their players. I hear so you. you you spread the love around much more than I did. And that's that wasn't my intention. That's just the way it, it wasn't my out. intention either. It just worked out that way. Yeah. Uh, okay, the last pick. So no one no one can be mad. The oh last, you wait. The last pick I made I was gonna say you've made your last pick. We're yeah, done. no no the last pick I made it my intention. All right. At that run point, down but, your roster in the order that you picked them. Yeah we went Maddie Grove with the number two selection Elise Besson in number three, and then the next time he came around, we went Jordan Heckendorf and Caitlin Vanderplug. Then it was Tiana McKinley and Lexis Trigg, and then we wrapped up near the end with Riley Hershey, who was on the team last year, and uh, I'm assuming Sonia. Sonia Urbina. Urbina. Yep. So there you go, one from each team. What about you? Well done. First overall pick, took uh, who was on the squad last Had year, defending UMAC Player of the Year, Lexi Hagen. And then from there, we went Mackenzie Latsky, going to fill it up from deep. Jasmine Sandro, going to get multiple double-doubles. Charlotte Furstel, also a double-double candidate. Freshman for Superior, who will be the second scorer behind Elise Bessonin, I believe. Then Gianna Clarenbeek, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Freshman, how about that? Freshman. That's all scary. For Bethany Lutheran College out of Iowa, who's done some good things early on this season. So Coach Perfest, feed her early and often. Thank you very much. And then from there, Allison Terry, Bryce Brewster, and Grace Landvik. So if you notice, early on, I went kind of heavy rebounding, but then yep. there's also three-point shooting littered throughout and some guard plays to finish up. So I'm kind of like four or five or one or two. I don't I don't have a three on the floor, but yeah. that's okay. That's, that's why okay, position it's fantasy basketball. It doesn't matter. It's okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a deal. Okay, so now we move to the men's side, <clears throat> and I get the number one pick here. Because I won the big rock, paper, scissors match. And yeah, I, I chose them for this reason. Here. Look, okay. if I'm going to say Superior is going to have the year they're going to have, Ryan, if don't I'm going to pick him, no, don't. If I'm going to take Javon no, Walker no, to win player no, of the year, don't. how do I not take him uh, number one overall? You already had him last year. You can't, you can't have him. Again. I got to take it him. It doesn't work. I got to take him. Otherwise, I'm a hypocrite. He is my number one pick. Going to help lead me to the promised land. Javon Walker goes number one from Superior. Dun, 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 dun. Ryan Mitchell's on the clock. I was waiting for you to boo me. You didn't boo me. That was very kind You're of you. You're not Roger Goodell. That's very you kind of you. You don't deserve the boo. That's very kind of you. 
So I can't take who I took first last year. First overall, in fact, Micah Filer. Because he's gone. It's not possible. You could. I just, you're not going to get much production from yeah, him this, it, this time it around. It wouldn't be smart. Do you know who was the highest scoring fantasy player last year, Wyatt? There was, there was some tight ones near the top. K-Mink, right? Well, it's K-Mink. Yeah, and he's not around either. He's not around either. Time for other people to step up. You know who number two was? Hunter Nielsen. Nope. Kate Carroll. Seth Royston. Seth Royston. He's gone too. All right, you're you're putting me through all this trivia. Who's your pick? So I'm waffling over a few guys, but as you mentioned, I could kind of put these in a few different orders because I get two picks. I know the two I would take. So I'm going to go Henry, actually. I'm going to go Fambula. Wow, that is not one of the two I would have took. That makes me Because he was in our fantasy picks last year. I'm looking at this. He was he was number four, but he was three points away from being number three. And with the he guys who have already lost, he does. A and lot. I think he's going to be even more this year. Very That's why consistent. I do it partially. Yep. yep. So then, who who's next? So I take him there, and I'm just writing this down here in the spreadsheet. Okay. So I'm taking him, and honestly, this feels like a roll of the dice. I would go to Bethany. I I don't know the extent of Sagadol. Like yeah. I want to take and, him here, but I don't know the a, extent of the injury. Well, no, I know that's that's the concern. So I would be so upset with myself if I didn't take Cade and he plays the whole year. Because yeah. if he plays the whole year, I am getting a steal money. for him being third yeah. overall. He's money for you. So I have to take Cade Carroll. You didn't have to, no. No, I did. But you, you the did game take says him. I have Let's to. Let's be very clear. You don't. Why? Have to. If I lose, I have to be able to live with myself with the selections I took. That's, That's how a I good look selection. At this. That's a good selection. Like you said, if he plays the entire year, he bit me last year because of his health. But I knew the when risk he I played. Was when I mean, he played. He was you, great. You look at yeah. what he got to Wyatt no, missing the time he did. I'm looking at the sheet now. It's remarkable what he got to. I get it, and, and he had some really good performances. So I, I think that's a very good pick. Good selection. Thank you me. left number two and three out there for me then as far as scoring goes, and obviously Nielsen's a double-double, so I'm going to take Hunter Nielsen. Your guy from last year. Now, if Sagadol does play, that might cut into his production, but he's still going to get rebounds. He can block shots, and he'll have his days where he scores, so I think there's enough there Oh yeah, where I'll take him. And then I look at Morris, and who's going to be the guy that leads the charge of Morris this year? Paul Dack. Paul Dack. It has to be. Who else is it going to be? He's going to get so many opportunities throughout the season. To had a me, couple that's, thirty burgers in non-com play. To me, that's a must. How I'm, many? I'm, I'm how many thirty burgers will he have in UMAC play? I'm hoping for a couple, at least a Dare couple. I you're say, saying you're saying at least a couple. Dare I say forty? Can He's going to have a forty burger, due to Northwestern when Noah Alm did yeah. to Morris. People remember Turn the that favor. Noah yeah, no, I'll take I'll take Paul Dack. And you just gave me the top three leading scorers right now in the UMAC as it stands. Really? Yeah. Should I feel bad about that? I mean, we'll see if it comes back to haunt you. Yeah. It's tight. I mean, the fourth is just below. Yeah, the fourth it's is true. just barely a notch below, and, and I and I already take? and I already took number five, and I already have number seven. So Are we're you we're, we're, we're playing the long game. I can't pass up on Caleb Hoyling. I don't so you, think. I see, can. you got multiple Northwestern guys though. You're doing this where you're doubling up again. Is that a bad idea? It can work really well, or it could come back to bite you a little bit. I don't know. So you got Javon Walker and Hunter Nielsen. Wait, you were supposed to take two picks. I did. Hunter Nielsen and Paul Dack. Oh, that's right. Sorry. I just didn't write it down here. I was like, wait a second. Okay. So I get one more, correct? Correct. Okay. Do with it what you so will. So this this is where it gets really interesting, and it gets tight for me, actually, because I feel like a couple of these numbers that we've seen preseason aren't exactly indicative of what's going to be the case for the season as a whole. It's really tough for me, though, to go away from one guy who feels like he just never, ever leaves the floor. And I 
you know, I don't ever remember a time him being hurt. It's like he can play through anything and he can guard any guy one through five on the floor. And that's what stinks wise. We don't get anything for defense or are we changing that? We do not. Steals. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you can steals, get some blocks. steals. We have blocks. Blocks is a category, right? You better blocks, hope it is yeah. with Nielsen. Blocks. You blocks better hope it's a category. a category. So right now he's averaging the most minutes for their team. It's not going to jump off the page. I told myself I told it? myself I can't leave this draft without Mason Ackley. So I'm going with Mason Ackley. Wow, that seems early. Is that early? That seems really early. I can't take it back. No. You're making me feel bad. No, yeah. I'm not hey, gonna regret it. It could be it could be a really good pick. He is the Russell Westbrook of UMAC basketball. Wow. That could be a really not, good not, pick. Not 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 again, Bethany fans, Mason, don't hear me saying the the crappy attitude sometimes in the you know, stupid shots into shot clock. I'm just saying fill up the stat sheet can do a little bit of everything. Not all the other charades that go with Russell Westbrook, okay? I just had to make that disclaimer. All right, well, I'll take Tyrus Buckner then. Okay. The season he's had. Also, homeschoolers unite. Yeah, I was going to say you got to mention that again. So we will take him for my fourth pick. And then my fifth pick. Oh, what Eighth in the here? conference in scoring. He's staring right at you, Wyatt. Staring right at you. <laughs> I don't know if I can get hurt again like that. I tried it's not, not the same it guy. It didn't work. It's not the same guy, but I mean, you know, there is one guy in particular I'm looking at and saying, maybe, maybe. Can, I, can I trust you? Maybe, but I don't really know if I want to go that route either. That's just so dangerous. You got four. This is his fifth selection. Why it has a jacket, a Viking, a cougar, and a polar. He's spreading the love we around again. Look at how around. this has worked. We could. Do so that. that means you can't take any of those teams. Okay. Yeah. So where are you going now? We'll see about that. Might take one. You could take a um, Jack. You could take a Knight. You could take a Eagle. I am going to take a team I haven't picked yet. Okay. This, this is a really risky pick. Wow. Say it. Cam Thomas. North wow. Central. Really risky pick. I thought he was going to be the first Ram off the board, though. I just, again, I can I get concerned about North Central because I don't know if they're going to score enough, right? Can he get enough volume, enough points for me, rebounds? He'll be on the floor. Can we at least know that. Yeah, he'll be yeah. on the floor as long as he stays healthy. I'll, I'll take Cam Thomas. I'll take a shot. I'm so happy it panned out this way. You don't know how oh excited boy. I am. There oh are boy. two guys that had to be. I said Ackley had to be on my team. He was point number one. And again, this is after the top tier. Yep. These next two guys, I was like, if I get them both, I'm going to be so overjoyed walking out of this tonight. Okay. Joseph Fahrenholtz. Joseph Fahrenholtz, yeah. Because that's, <laughs> yeah, yes. that's your guy. You know and, I could not let I him already, go. The reason why I didn't take him is I have Javon Walker already. I did not want to double down with the top two guys for Superior. Really? Just a personal preference. I mean, I did it with Bethany last year, and it worked out. It, and it can. It absolutely can. And I think he'll get his. But Fahrenholtz was also the guy I completely forgot about, if you remember, at the draft last I, year. I will never forget it. <laughs> so you, you I gotta, took it with the last pick. You got a steal of a deal there. <laughs> Who's the other one? Kenny Placide, yeah, I can't let him Kenny. go. These two guys, let me, you know, let me do my best. Kenny Chris Placide. Collinsworth. Now here's a guy. Here is a guy. Here's a guy who's finally going to get some playing time. Could turn into a double double machine. And there's no one That's in good. the UMAC that wants to go up against him to get a rebound. There is no big in this league with a higher vertical than Kenny Placide. Yeah. He is a combine freak, and it's he is true. on the team. Welcome to the squad, Mister Placide. I could not be more pleased. It's all true. I, I can get behind everything that you're saying there. I had a feeling 
to be honest, if you had to tell me the two you were going to pick, I got to have these two guys. That would have been the two I would have picked. Yep. Fahrenholtz for sure. And then, I don't I don't hold it super tight to the mess. You know your me. guy, your guy can't proceed. So you have two picks left. I have three left. So that does come into play here. How do I want to how do I want to strategize this? Man, it's tough. I'm going to go. West, north, east, south. Asked, where, where are you going in the conference? You asked me if this guy was going to be selected for fantasy. And I said I didn't think he would. And now I'm going to take him with my sixth pick. You're going to do it. The guard. I'm going to take sophomore. a sophomore from Northwestern. And not not your guy, Bainey. How about that? You're spurning Bainey. How dare you? I'm going to take Parker Bain. Oh, wow. Okay. See, you you were going to go with the other Northwestern guard. I and then thought I made, about it. Then I made you no, feel no, no. bad. I, I, I made you feel bad it. about I don't it. Want, I don't want both of them. You were going to take Niamari, though, until I said Bainey. Look at Bainey's rebounding numbers so far. I've the told you. sixth in the conference Walking right now. Walking into work every other day, I tell you the stats you need to know. Sixth in rebounds. He's up there in assists as well in the top 15. He's scoring in the top 20. Uh, Agent zero. Agent He's zero. He's undercover doing things people don't even really recognize. I'll take Agent zero on my team. And then I'm going to do it. I don't know the status of his health. Take but at, say at a certain point, you have to. I got to take At a t- certain point, it, he couldn't slip any further. It. What's his first name? Drew, right? Drew. For some reason, I'm second-guessing myself. Formerly a few years ago at St. John's University, I mean, there are maybe not any better spot-up shooters <laughs> in the league when he's hot, yeah. especially now with K-Mink and Filer gone. So I doubled down finally. That's that's my first time I've taken from... Um, Unbelievable. So, sorry. From the defending UMAC champs sorry. who score so many I, points, you have a guard in their, in their post. And Unbelievable. Their post. How could I do it? So I'm really hopeful I can get some games out of him. If he ends up, like, not playing, that would be very disappointing. Well, and again, I could be way over. He could be playing Friday night in the UMAC. I opener. hope he is. I, I, I don't know anything at this point. So, yeah, it's a, it's a big question mark. I hope he is. All right, you get your last two picks here before I wrap it up. All righty. These ones are important. Because you could argue Fahrenholtz. Like you say. Fahrenholtz was the nail in the coffin to win it for me last year. This is where these things can be won. Yep. And this is where you arguably lost it last year when I'm looking at your board right I, now. I, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I absolutely did. All right. So we got we got some good options out there still, obviously. I know exactly where I want to go, though. All unless right. you take them. Unless you take them. So I'm going – I'm looking at a team where we haven't um, – or we have – taken from already and i got a few question marks if i'm being honest as you should just because they spread it around so much spread mm-hmm. the love around yeah this is uh this is compelling and uh i i hope the listeners think it's compelling i shouldn't say that um okay i got two picks left i got two eagles i got a jacket a cougar and a viking bethany won it last year does that mean i have to go back to bethany I got an right, option. You don't have to do anything. On the list. I'm just. I know. I know. I'm just. I'm just talking to myself, as you can tell. I'm. Well, we're I'm talking struggling to our right now as well. We're talking to the listener as well. I'm talking to myself, trying to figure this out. Okay. Because <sighs> because we don't we don't pre plan this, folks. About you know we don't know how no. the draft's going until it's live and and the mic is hot. So these GMs, I understand what they go through. Yeah this this is all. <laughs> this is almost the same thing, Wyatt, with what you and I are doing right now. Okay, I am. Mm. This is so tough. If if he is healthy, I consciously I can't pass this guy up. There's there's no way I could pass him up. But it's such a question with when he comes back and how healthy 
Well, you got two picks here. This whole team makes the first one with somebody else. Well, they're both they're both a little bit difficult. If I'm being honest with you, Wyatt. So, is your guy Joey Barker going to be taken at some point? I'm just going to speak out loud. (laughs) My guy. You know, he's he's producing early on this season, but I think Joseph is going to kind of turn it to another gear once we get to UMAC play. If I'm being honest, that's why he's going to. He's going to take it to the next level. The eight highest field goal percentage scores have all already been taken. Okay. Make your selection. One of the, so the time one, is one, winding one, down. One of the guys that you took last year, I'm going to leave on the board for you if you want to take him. He had some injury issues end of the year, and I just don't know what's going to happen with that program. I'm actually going to take my third eagle, and I'm not trying to be homeristic at all. But a guy who I see staying healthy and playing Nye big Amari. minutes because he's earned it. I'm going to take J-Peth Nyamari. See, that could be a big difference is that you have Nyamari and I have Bainey. Which one's going to have a better conference season? It's a great question. That that very I, well could I be will a big say deciding factor. Straight up, I think Parker's probably going to continue to rebound a little higher than Jay. But I think Jay's potentially going to dish out more assists and get some steals. He also steals can and some score, as we've yep. seen, too. So I get yep. it. I get it. He's maybe I went even, back and forth on which one I wanted. Well, you couldn't spurn your guy Bainey let's just be honest okay so and he's he's second in, in three-point field goal shots per game at this point oh, of this well, season. I know who but I you want got a few guys okay. regardless of this pick I've got two guys in mind so I'm gonna have this is my last pick correct this got, would be your last pick I got seven okay apologize to all the folks who are listening to all this I'm just thinking about a bunch of names right now okay well, they're in suspense I, just like I'll I just say honestly I was thinking about Brennan are you gonna take him I like Langston a lot, though, too. Langston could be the guy this year, but I don't know. Jordan Brennan so is awesome saying, when they put so him on the floor and he's healthy and take, he plays a lot. So you're saying you got to take one of them. It's a situation where it's too much of a roll of the dice. I can't touch that situation. So you're not going to take either of them? No, I'm not going to take either one of them. Wow. So you can take Brennan if you want to close out this whole thing. And right now I'm literally just at the point where it's so tight. Am I going to go with Jacob Van Dam or Jax Madsen? Because... Both of them. I knew who I would both pick of out them. Of those two. Both of them deserve potentially to be picked. And I've I did one of these early, and he's healthy right now, so I like it. This is the biggest roll of the dice I'm going to do. I have to take Jax Madsen because because yeah. if no, he ends up, I would if he ends up playing this opening weekend and he's healthy most of the year, there's no way he should go past my last pick. So I welcome back to the squad, Jax. You were a great locker room influence last year, and uh, happy that you, Joseph and Mason are all back from last year's squad. Welcome back. I got some guys back from my squad, and this last one is going to be somebody that was on my squad Brennan. a year ago as well. Brennan or JVD? You're taking one of them. No? You, who are you taking? I'm doing it. You're taking, I don't know, who. what, what are you referring to? Oh, Veers? We're going to New Ulm. We're but taking Seth Veers. You, <laughs> He's back on the squad. You're not I even taking in. the Bart Luther guy I think you'd take, maybe. I got Seth. He's on the squad last year. Need him back. Hey, look, he rebounds. <laughs> he gets his assists. He's not scoring right now necessarily as high as I'd like him to, but that'll come. I like guys who can contribute in other ways, Ryan, because sometimes the ball doesn't want to fall in the hoop. Martin Luther's a really tough team to figure out. Northland is likewise. You know, I could have took my guy Joey Barker. I could have went Northland. I'm going to take Seth Beers, though. Welcome back to the team. No love lost between me and Don't Seth. Don't have to apologize. No MLC MLC lost. fans like that. So my squad, Javon Walker with the number one overall pick. Then I got Nielsen and Dak, the next two leading scorers. So I feel good about my top three. And then we went with Crown and North Central with Buckner and Thomas. And then we went with Parker Bainey and Drew Sagadol. Sagadol, again, that's a big question mark. Sagadol and Madsen for both of us near the end of the draft. 
How healthy Both are they? Both of them. If How they much even will they play, play? 85, 80% of UMAC play their steals. Yeah. To me, those four picks where I went Bainey, Sagadol, you went Nyamari, and Madsen. That's a huge determining yeah. factor of how this is going to work out. I'm going to beat you on the glass. I'm just telling you right now. There's no way I'm, there's no way I'm not beating you on the glass. Just in general? Like with the, all eight selections? I'm saying my team. There's no, I, mean, there's, I got Nielsen. He's going to get his. Fambula. You're going to get his. Cade, Hoyline, Agley. For all, all my okay. guys except for the last two, really. I'm Cam super Thomas confident in getting rebound for me. six and a half, seven plus boards a game. Cam Thomas is going to rebound I would for be me too, shocked. Man. I'll just say. Javon if I, Walker. If I lose in rebounding, then something went horribly wrong. There's no chance I beat you. There's no chance I beat you. I feel good about my chances winning if I do out rebound you. My last pick, like I said, we just heard Seth Fears. Your team? Henry Fambula, I took. Did I have the first pick? No, I had the first pick. Yeah, I took you had Walker. the first pick. Never mind. I just sorry, said sorry, that. Sorry, I, I forgot for a second. Second overall, though, my first pick. Uh, right after him, we went Cade Carroll. And then uh, next round, we went Hoyleen and Ackley. Next round, we went Joseph Fahrenholtz and Kenny Placide. So happy to have those guys on the squad. And then last but not least, took J. Peth Nayamari. Welcome to the locker room. And Jackson Madsen, welcome back to the squad. There you go. Which team do you like more about how Ooh. it panned out, your men's or women's squad? That's a great question. It felt like you were. It felt like you weren't quick. as confident on the men's squad. You, you you didn't look as confident. That's a great question. I would say I'm probably more confident in my women's squad. It's not a huge margin. The distribution. That's a lot of stuff. I got on the a top. lot of. To me, I got a lot of number one options. Like I took one player from all eight teams on the women's side. I feel like I got a lot three. of the number ones. Your top three should be really good. Yeah, so I, I feel more confident there. I'm not saying I'm not confident in my men's team. I still think they'll do really well too, but the women's teams may be a little bit stronger. Yeah, I like I like my depth on the women's side, men's side. I'll just keep saying it. Rebound. So we both I'm like gonna, our I'm women's bull, teams. I'm going to bully you on the glass. We both like our women's teams better. Though. No, no, I'm not. I I love my men's team. How it panned out. Okay, I think I'm seventy five twenty five the favorite. What a mammoth! <laughs> what a mammoth of a podcast, huh? Was that fun? That I hope the listeners enjoyed it. And for any of you who hunt on to the final stretch, we're going to have to reward you in some capacity we said this before i'll say it again if you're still listening right now the code word baller yeah. you send the code word baller to uao the umac at gmail.com we'll know you listen to this point because otherwise you won't know you can't just say oh i listened to the end good for me we should have put that the word in, in the middle baller. somewhere the word baller no because you got to listen to the some end. some people could skip to, listen to the, to the end, end. No, nobody's gonna skip to if the they skip middle to the end, the i don't podcast. blame them but why would they skip to the end though just in case. <laughs> Sometimes people listen to the beginning and the end. What a podcast. I enjoyed it. I hope you did too as well, Ryan. Yeah. Going to be a fun year. And Games later this week. It. Can you believe it? We will continue to update you on the fantasy points and, you know, stuff like that throughout the course of the season. That'll be fun. We got to get Matthew Bowman's contract taken care of so that we sign him back on. We'll get it and done. And it'll be good to go. We'll I, with his no, agent. Yeah. I have no doubts we'll accomplish just that. Yes. But more news, more news to come on that. So this is not like trying to acquire Shohei Itani this week. This no, is much we're not easier. paying him Shohei Itani money. Not, that's not what you're anywhere saying. close. No. Nope. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Going to heat up this upcoming week. We're looking forward to it. Going to be a lot of fun. Be on the lookout for that podcast with the predictions as well. It's out there. A lot it's of coaching right reviews now. that we've done in the preseason as well. Yep. So I mean, if you missed any of it up to this point, listen back to it. Just binge this podcast as you get ready for this opening weekend. <laughs> of conference play. It's going to be a fun weekend. We'll catch you next time on the Unlike Any Other, the UMAC Podcast.